Hello, and welcome to the Modern Dog Trainer podcast, hosted by myself, Ines McNeil, founder of themoderndogtrainer.net, where you'll find articles, downloads, courses, and coaching on the best practices for modern pet businesses. Be sure to add this podcast to your favorite listening list on Spotify or iTunes, and join our free discussion group on Facebook called Business Support by the Modern Dog Trainer. All right. Welcome to the Modern Dog Trainer podcast. I'm really looking forward to uh, talking to our guest today, um, Richard Gonzalez, and I'm going to let him introduce himself because uh, he can do a much better job than I can. So go ahead. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Uh, I really appreciate you having me and uh, just being able to talk dogs like yeah. really big passion of mine and uh, talking about business um, and how I get involved. So thank you so much for that opportunity. Um, I'm Richard Gonzalez. For those that don't know me, I am the face of the domesticated dog. You can find uh, myself on uh, Instagram and a whole bunch of other uh, platforms. Um, but really, um, before I was a, uh, a, an advocate in our, in our community, I was a Marine for 12 years. And um, I was a, a two-man assault team. So uh, I did various deployments um, to combat theaters um, throughout my uh, career as a Marine. And I ended up being wounded in combat and uh, actually uh, pretty badly wounded where I had to um, go through medical recovery for about three plus years. Um, After being wounded, um, I, um, I was got in touch with a uh, service dog organization where ultimately I would learn about uh, force-free training and how, um, how we taught our dogs as well as how it could apply to myself in my everyday life. And, essentially uh, reintegrating back into the community. So that's how I got involved in uh, dog training, but I'm a graduate of Karen Pryor Academy. I am a CPDTKA, AKC CGC evaluator, puppy start right instructor um, through Karen Pryor. Um, I went through the Petco dog trainer instructor program. I am um, also, I did uh, work with a shelter with, um, which was called the A-Team and we really did kind of like the assessments on the dogs that were coming in that were um, suffering from reactivity and aggression. And also I was um, uh, an instructor or an evaluator and uh, advisor within our service dog uh, program. Awesome, oh, and, awesome. and uh, a University of Washington Applied Animal Behavior grad, uh, uh, graduate. Sorry. Oh yeah. That's, that's a little important too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's awesome. Very exciting. Um, so speaking of all of those certifications and all of the education you've sought out, um, maybe that's a good place to start on um, what I want to ask you is why did you pursue all of those, um, certifications programs and why were they important to you? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I, and actually I get that question a lot. Um, in our industry where it is not regulated, um, as a Marine, uh, I, I, and, um, taking those, uh, morals and work ethics, um, out into the civilian world, I, I found it really important to establish myself, um, and to really set the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one, I, in our community, I, I know a lot of professionals are just amazing at continued education, um, we pride ourselves on that um, as well as being certified. And so in a industry where it is non-regulated, anybody can say whatever they want. They're a, they're a, uh, I've heard psychologist, uh, behavioralist, 
Um, it's just, it's just, it's crazy. Um, and it really hurts our industry. So I wanted to get out there and just go, how can I be different? And the way I was able to do that and, and really set the, uh, set the standard for myself as well as other professionals who may be looking or looking to get into this, uh, uh, industry is to be educated. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. I think it's really important. Um, kind of along the same lines, but maybe a little bit different. Um, you are on Dogly, and yes. um, I'm still getting familiar with that platform. Can you tell me a little bit about what that is, and um, how how did you come about using it uh, for your services? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm really glad you asked that. Um, Dogly is, uh, is, I'm new to Dogly's platform, um, but I've really been vetting uh, a lot of these different platforms that offer, I, I guess, uh, similar um, services. Mm-hmm. And what, what really uh, resonated with me and Dogly was um, that it's a community where all the professionals are vetted, um, either certified in their specialty. So you have nutritionists, um, you have trainers, and um, you, I, I do believe we, we have a veterinarian that is on there as well. Um, but you have a whole bunch of these professionals and they, each one of them have their own individual communities where um, their following um, can also interact with them on a more uh, intimate engagement level. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are able to post, you know, essentially whatever they want and kind of uh, tailor their community to what their tailor or what their tailor their community to what their audience wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as well as, so when someone comes to Dogly, they actually not only like, let's just say someone comes to the domesticated dog community. Um, so they sign up with me and it's just a subscription base and there's tier levels as well. Um, but what happens is not only are they, uh, provided my content and all my creation, but all the other uh, professionals um, in on the platform as well. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think how beneficial it is for people that um, gravitate towards me, I get to go, hey, uh, not only can you get your training questions answered from me, um, but we have nutritionists on here, we have a veterinarian on here, like, yeah. Um, and other trainers. So maybe if I'm not able to explain it to you, but you really like my personality, you really like um, what I do. You also have other trainers in there that have maybe uh, taught it where something, you know, a, a behavior that maybe is easier for you to understand there. Mm. Um, and we all work together as well as we, um, um, there is a store that provides, uh, you know, enrichment toys, treats, things like that. Um, that are all brought in by uh, small businesses and have been vetted by um, Dogly's platform to be really um, good for our um, our clients that join Dogly. Nice, nice. And um, how do they go about like vetting? I mean, obviously trainers like that is pretty challenging and, you know, all of the certifying organizations do their best to do that as well. Absolutely. So what do they, what do you think they look for? Definitely certifications. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's obviously... Uh, how we, you know, how we do, um, as well as continuing educations as well, making sure that um, these people are certified, these professionals are certified as well as um, they're maintaining uh, what, you know, we in the industry are considering uh, humane training, you know, force-free, Lima, things like that. And then um, uh, obviously their social uh, media um, presence as well, like 
Um, you get to see how somebody works, you know, like are, are they may say they have this, but are they, are they, are they actually doing these type of methods and how do they conduct themselves and things like that? So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I know that uh, I was on, you know, social media for a little bit before I got approached and, you know, we talked for several months and, um, and I was just kind of seeing if that was something for me, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't get pat. I couldn't, I couldn't like, I was like, man, this is such a great opportunity to be able to work with a whole bunch of other professionals that like share my profession. And like, I know uh, we all have the same, you know, similar philosophies and mm-hmm. same certifications, like, uh, you know, uh, what, what's the saying, uh, steel sharpened steel. So uh, <laughs> I think that's the saying. Um, but yeah, so I was like, this is, this is an amazing opportunity and I, I wanted to be a part of it. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, who is the Dogly community for? Um, obviously, there's a lot of dog professionals on there. Is there a lot of like interprofessional collaboration or is it really focused on like dog owners? Um, so I would say it's for uh, pet parents, mm. um, you know, pet parents of all kinds. And um, it, it's just a safe place for them to go and know that the information they're going to be getting you know, it may not all sound, you know, exactly the same because, you know, every, every professional is different and, yeah. uh, you know, backgrounds are different and education uh, paths are different, but uh, it's going to all be within the same uh, methodologies and philosophies. So really the pet parent is who I would say Dogly is for. Um, but yes, there is, uh, you know, tons of collaborations amongst the professionals in there as well. And, um, and it's just like a huge network of just awesome professionals that are like, Hey, we want to help. Like, um, so it's, it's a place where you can just go and kind of not have to worry about like, Oh, is this our, are they, you know, (laughs) you don't have the the worrying's taken out for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, Okay. So speaking of communities um, and safe spaces, uh, one that is really new and up and coming is Clubhouse. And I know you have, (laughs) you have really dove into that platform. Um, And so I would love to know, like, what do you think of this new platform and how are you going to use it kind of to grow your business and, and furthermore, like pursue your, your mission? Yeah. Like, uh, so it, it's quite funny. I, um, I started my Instagram about 10 and a half months ago. I, it was after a year and a half long hiatus from social media. I just, wow. was, yeah, I just was struggling. I'm almost at 3000 followers now within like 11 months, yeah. all organic, like not ads, you know, just putting in the work every day, creating, engaging, have mm-hmm. huge, I have, I feel I have, you know, really good engagement. Um, but I always struggled with, doing lives, you know, I, I'm still new to this talking to a camera or, um, yeah. you know, doing this podcast and, and, uh, visual and audio. Like I'm just like, um, <laughs> yeah, I have a traumatic brain injury. So I stumble <laughs> on words. Um, uh, but okay. then here comes clubhouse and I was, and, yeah. you know, I had some, uh, some professionals in the industry reach out to me. And it, right now it's in beta, it's um, in, invite only, as well as it's only um, Apple products. And um, basically how I would describe it is that it is a professional platform where people in your industry um, get together and can host what's called a room. And this room is essentially like if it's a virtual uh, 
conference, I would, I would say, you know, and, and, and it has a feel of like a, a conference call, but you have a, what they call a stage. And so you have some moderators up there. So let's just say uh, you and I, uh, we started a room and it was, uh, let's get down to business dog training, right? And we were talking about dog, uh, dog how to be a, uh, a professional, uh, you know, dog trainer. Mm-hmm. So you and I are the moderators and um, we have an audience. And so the room is open to anybody. Anybody can come in and join. So sometimes you have rooms that I've been in rooms that have like 5,000 people in it. Wow. Um, and then, you know, I've been in rooms that have a hundred people less as well. And the people in the room that are not essentially the moderators are the audience and you can bring them up to the stage and they can go ahead and ask you any questions. So it is like amazing that you are able to go ahead and get access to people you may not have, you know, you know, in your, in your, uh, your circle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I get to know what pet parents are asking right now. Right. Yeah. Especially with pandemic, with the pandemic happening, everybody bringing all these puppies, you know, all these pandemic puppies. Uh, there's a lot of people right now that are going, what do I do? Right. right. And so real time questions, real, real social. Like, that's what I love about it. Um, and um, I get to bring these people up. They get to know who I am. I get to talk about our industry as well as why I choose the methodologies that I use. And, um, and really do what I'm here to do. And that is to help the pet parent understand um, how to bring a, essentially uh, a dog into our, into our life and help them live in captivity successfully with us at, at, as best they can so that everybody's successful. Yeah. You know, so Clubhouse, I mean, it doesn't get recorded. It can't get t- can't transcribed. Um, there's really rules in place that are meant so that no belittling, trolling, things like that. So um, I've met people even on uh, the balance side where obviously we have different uh, methodologies and uh, views, um, but just connecting with them, hearing, you know, we've been in the same rooms together. And um, I just think it's a really cool platform. And I think it's going to really help our community because we're able to get a whole bunch of professionals, whereas Mm -hmm. Instagram, you know, we may be able to post and it's sporadic, but we can actually like set up a time date place and going, Hey, today we're going to like, I was on a, I I moderated a um, a room with Laura Nativo and uh, a whole bunch of other really amazing professionals on uh, dog trainer tip Tuesday. And there was five of us on the panel, just taking in these amazing questions from pet parents Oh, wow. I was like, this is what I love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And that really mimics kind of like a live experience you would get in person. Um, And it's different than, uh, you know, it's all audio, right? So it's different than uh, a group Zoom call where, you know, you're seeing everybody's faces. I feel like the fact that it's just audio uh, often makes it makes everybody a little bit more comfortable. Um, So that's really, really cool. Um, I'm definitely going to make a commitment to jump in there more often. Um, And uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm excited to see how that evolves, especially in in how it impacts the dog training industry. Um, We're going to rewind and go back to Instagram a little bit (laughs) because you've seen an enormous amount of growth. Obviously, you know, I came across you on Instagram as well. Um, And so how have you used Instagram to grow your business um, and your, your impact ultimately? 
Yeah. Um, one, I, Instagram is my favorite place. I, uh, well, before Clubhouse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love Instagram. Um, I think that it, it's for me, I think it's harder to grow on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, organically. Um, like I see people that get on TikTok. Like <laughs> I did an experiment. Um, and I, you know, I've been hitting TikTok so hard and I was like at 400 followers and I'm putting out like some funny, funny stuff, right. Following trends and everything. And I said, and I told my girlfriend, I said, Hey babe, come here real quick. Like, let's just try something. I, I, I just pick a random song dance for like five seconds, right. literally thousand likes, 600 <laughs> follows. I was like, like, I, I don't, I didn't get it. Um, <laughs> you know, and then I see a lot of other people on like TikTok, you know, 500,000 followers. And I'm just like, it, it, you know, I don't understand the algorithms. Um, but Instagram, like I love Instagram because um, of just how I'm able to access my community. Like I have lives, mm-hmm. I have the reels now, I have, you know, I can post in my, uh, to my feed or my story. And um, a lot of people that know this, but I do have a visual communications degree. So I do, uh, you know, understand colors and how they affect people as well as like, uh, text or fonts and things like that. Um, and just kind of being, uh, in that space where I get to be creative and artsy as well as relevant with mm. the, the community I'm trying to engage with. And that's, you know, dog, dog, parents, do, uh, dog professionals, uh, inspire, uh, aspiring, uh, dog professionals. And, um, so I struggled at, with Instagram at first, kind of not knowing where, what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go, how I wanted to do this. And I really had to sit down and go, okay, what's my goal? Mm, you know? I was going to ask you, that was one of yeah. my questions coming up. Yeah. yeah. What's my goal? How do I want to communicate this? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, like, and so that was really where I started. And once I just started kind of being real and started not being so self-conscious of messing up my, my, my grammar and things like that. Like yeah. things got so much easier for me. Yeah. When you kind of let go of the perfectionist. Yeah. 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 When that, yeah. That, I mean, that's everybody struggles with that, especially when they're first getting started, they, they want to look professional and everything. And then, then you just got to let it go and do your thing. (laughs) Um, Okay. So yeah, let's take a look at um, what, are you hoping to accomplish through your work um, as you take kind of your brand forward? Um, what does that look like for you? I really love that question. Um, for me, I am, you know, I, I could train dogs all day long. It's what I love. Um, but obviously we also know that majority of that's really train, uh, training, um, educating the pet parent. Mm-hmm. Um, the dogs are the easy part. Um, yeah. I want to really be an advocate in our industry, um, an advocate for pet parents and a, um, a resource for uh, pet, prof- or, yeah, pet professionals. Um, and does, I'm not the end all be all, but that's what I'm trying to strive to be um, in the fact of uh, thinking outside the box. Like, um, you know, you can be edgy, you can be, you know, hip and you know you can dance and you can have a a a a personality you can be real like you don't need to be so professional that 
you know, it just looks so, uh, you know, formatted, robotic. Like, I think that's why a lot of people are gravitating towards me because I'm a little impulsive. I had a head injury as well. So I'm impulsive. Um, I am still, I am kind of, you know, younger. I am a, a male a Marine. So here's this Marine that's, you know, known for precision, discipline, all this stuff and toughness. And I'm over here dancing with my dogs and, you know, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. care if it's not a perfect heel, like forget all that stuff. Like yeah. um, I want people to enjoy work, you know, educating their dogs, you know, living with their dogs, um, having fun. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I just started this actually. Um, so I got into a bit of a discussion over um, on some platforms about uh, a, a, re, a, a heel, a recall that happened. And everybody was like, that's not, a, you know, all the um, people on the other side were like, that's not a, you know, recall. And my dog came from uh, an acre and a half away. So to me, I was all right with that. <laughs> um, but it really, then I started thinking about it. And, you know, people say that recalls can't happen without, you know, force and punishment. And I literally just got this mind. I was like, hey, let's show all our force-free recalls. Yeah. I got hundreds, hundreds of videos. Yeah. Uh, I got cheetahs, chickens, cows, <laughs> goats, birds. I mean, cats. Yeah. I mean, it was just insane. All the amazing recalls. And I was like, that's what I want. I want people to have fun. I don't want people to worry about, oh my gosh, this doesn't look like so-and-so's recall, heal, whatever. Be happy with the, you know, be happy and enjoy the journey and show off, mm-hmm. show off where you're at, you know, like that's what I want. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, it, really, just as you were saying that I was um, reminded of something I did a few years ago where I uh, made a video reel of a bunch of trainers showing off their, I think it was a recall or a stay or something like that. Um, and so I'm gonna have to dig that up and send it to you, but yeah, yeah, that was so much fun. And, and it's really something that we almost take for granted and we do need to take the time to show it off because that is what clients need to see in order to see, you know, what's possible for themselves and their dogs if they put in the work and they, they commit to the process. So that's really cool. And Um, I think you, you, I think you really, uh, said, said something vibe, like really valuable right there is, um, a lot of people don't, you know, uh, they, and, and this, you know, this day and age, a lot of instant gratification, mm-hmm. right. And, and then you have, you know, dog trainers that want to tailor to that instant gratification. And, and that's not, that's the, I think that does a disservice to whatever training philosophy you subscribe right. to. Right. Um, so, uh, I, I will also want to get realistic expectations out there. Yeah. Um, I train, I've trained cats, fish, goats, chicken, horses. Um, and I'll tell you, like, it's not about the instant gratification. It's about learning about yourself through the process. It's about watching the process work. It's mm-hmm. about your learner learning and having a more enriching life. Like, yeah. boom, like to me, like, that's why I do it. Yeah. yeah. And even, you know, now that you're saying it like that, like, I am watching my daughter grow up and it's not like, obviously the vision I have for her is I want her to be successful and, you know, be a great independent adult, but the process is ultimately equally as satisfying and enjoyable to watch, to just watch her learn something new and like see the joy in it and like realizing, you know, what's happened. And like, that is so amazing to watch. So yeah, to, to take the time to appreciate like watching your dog 
learn things. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. really neat. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's something that um, your cl- human clients really realize is going to happen. Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, let's see. What is one tip you wish you had known when you were first starting out? Ooh. <laughs> so one, I didn't know that I was going to actually be taking this, uh, this journey. Uh, it was around late 2009, early 2010, when I got introduced to my service dog organization, mm-hmm. who would ultimately teach me about uh, force-free methods and introduce me to some amazing instructors through our community. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, like they came to me and I didn't even know who they were. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And, um, you know, and I essentially, you know, the reason how I got into it was learning about how to break down behaviors for our dogs to do the same for me to help with my mental health. Um, so once I really bought on and said, I think I want to do this for uh, a career because it's really hard transition from the military to civilian life. Yeah. Um, I would have said one, uh, be kind to yourself. You don't have to be perfect. Um, you know, and, and I think the second one is, um, you know, well, even to just kind of go back to that first one, it's really, um, I, no matter how much education I obtained, I still kind of suffered from, uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. And, you know, because we are in a, in an industry that's unregulated. So, you know, essentially, magazines could put out whatever they want, you know, all these, uh, publications, you know, TV shows can do whatever they want. And here I am learning this stuff. And I'm like, but I'm fighting such a big, I don't, uh, you know, uh, force of kind of not being checked or, uh, you know, they're not being valid verified. Mm. So there I'm, you know, I have all these people kind of like, no, that's not what, you know, this, publication said or this tv show does yeah and so like i was like you know i, I feel defeated mm. i'm just like why would i do this like what am i doing like i don't know and here i am you know already three four certifications deep now yeah and i was just like so I, I would definitely tell myself you know have confidence uh be true to yourself and uh be kind and you know you're you're not gonna you're not gonna help everybody but the ones you're gonna help you're gonna make an impact Yes, absolutely. Um, wow, that is so, so true. Um, I've had actually uh, recently had um, a student sign up for my program to grow her dog training business, but she worked with me as a dog owner and me as a dog trainer uh, several years ago. And so it's just incredible to see um, that transformation and that growth and, and to have worked with her back when she was struggling with her own dog. And now she's, um, doing her own thing with her own business. Um, it's really incredible. So yeah, you absolutely will have, um, an amazing impact on people, uh, even when you don't realize it. Um, so what are some common mistakes that you want to help, uh, new dog trainers kind of avoid? Um, one, I would say getting into everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, you know, trying to spread yourself so thin, um, really find what it is, uh, find a problem, whether, you know, it's, you know, in your community, 
um, that's lacking within, you know, maybe the dog uh, training uh, environment within your area or what, what, what area you're going to service. Um, and then find out how to find a solution for that. Um, you know, so for me, um, that was uh, when I, when I'm working with clients, a lot of my clients are um, business owners. And so I, I, you know, I look at, you know, the type of lifestyle business owner lives and then I find out, okay, so they have all these great, uh, great aspirations to, you know, have these really sometimes high drive dogs and they're running three businesses. And I'm yeah. just like, it, it, it's not really going to be effective. Um, so I try, you know, then I, I kind of look at, okay, so how can I make them be effective and, and have them feel successful as well as their animal live successfully and mm. both of them live harmoniously. Mm -hmm. And so I find um, how to do that with each individual client. And then I, you know, give them, uh, present them the, the plan as well. And then we go from there and obviously education through that whole process, because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm with education. I hope that they understand that uh, their life is going to probably have to change, you know, mm -hmm. for some of this stuff, but that again, through education. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and that's, that's so, so true. Uh, as far as like kind of finding your, we'll call it a specialty, but you're something that makes you unique and, and something that you really love doing, um, is important. Yeah. Um, if there was one thing, I have an idea of what you might be answering okay. to this question. Um, if there's one thing you could change or improve in the industry, what would that be? <laughs> regulation. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be, uh, regulation on what is humane, uh, training equipment tools etc and as well as um certifications like having a full standard like um so uh, you know all that kind of falls under regulation yeah so yeah. i would have all that um you know uh, I, i'm a huge advocate my my big uh kind of man mantra is uh be an advocate train humane mm -hmm. and and it doesn't you know i, I be an advocate an advocate is it's not an easy job. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, walk, you know, kind of tiptoe around. Like I have animals have saved my life. They've taught me how to reintegrate and live again when, after being, you know, shot five times and losing over 33 Marines in combat and over 560 wounded in action. Wow. So I find a, a real, uh, passion to really advocate for these animals that, uh, you know, I watch on TikTok and everybody's doing these like, pop it, zoom it, pop, it, you know, and I'm just like, you know, there's so much body language going yeah. on or, um, you know, or people are, are doing things to the animals and uh, or trainers, you know, uh, you know, people that are training. I, I don't know if I consider them trainers. Right. Uh, but uh, and again, not certified professionals, but just on, and just putting out just so much misinformation. So regulation is definitely something that I would ask for. And I honestly, I, I want to be able to start getting to that level where I start, uh, you know, approaching, um, <clears throat> you know, government officials about that stuff, because, mm -hmm. you know, through the University of Washington, I did, you know, take some courses where it was about like being a court expert on, you know, animal behavior and things like that. Or, yeah. you know, we did get we did uh, touch in on some of that. So, I mean, I, I do think that I do have, uh, the, you know, 
education to be able to talk uh, intelligently, uh, efficiently, appropriately to hopefully find somebody one day, especially with my military background, mm-hmm. um, to just listen and saying, hey, I think this is why we need regulation. Mm. No, I love that. And I will say you are not the first guest uh, in this season to say that. So um, it's definitely Good. coming down the pipeline, but yeah. yeah, there's a lot to wrangle to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, I love it. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. I think it was really yeah. valuable for um, all of us to learn from you. Um, if somebody wants to follow you, learn more about you, where can they go? Uh, all right. So like I, <laughs> I'm literally my, my printing guys going, okay, what social media now? Like, <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook, uh, the domesticated dog, uh, Instagram, the domesticated dog. I'm on Twitter at, uh, domesticated dog. Um, I am on, uh, TikTok at the domesticated dog and clubhouse now at the domesticated dog. And everybody can, uh, uh, reach me at, uh, my email at, uh, R Gonzalez, uh, at the domesticated dog.com as well. Awesome. Awesome. And, 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 uh, dogly at the domesticated yeah. dog. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. At least you're consistent. That's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, I really appreciate it. It was so much fun. And I, and I, I love this and, and thanks for giving professionals a platform to be able to, to speak. And, uh, because we need more, uh, places where we, you know, us as professionals can reference to, um, you know, future pet parents, future mm-hmm. pet uh, professionals. Um, I love what you do in your business and guiding, you know, professionals and even pet parents, um, but professionals to helping be more effective in our industry. Yeah. Yeah. That is a very important cause to me for sure. Thank you for listening to the Modern Dog Trainer podcast. If you'd like to learn more and participate in our wonderful community online on Facebook, please join our business support by the Modern Dog Trainer Facebook group, where we have loads of free trainings, freebies, downloads, and wonderful conversations. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, the Modern Dog Trainer Academy is currently open for enrollment. In this program, I help great dog trainers build sustainable and profitable six-figure businesses. If this sounds like a program that you might find interesting, head on over to Facebook and send me a private message with the phrase six-figure trainer, and let's talk about whether this program would make sense for you. And as always, you can find loads of free resources, articles, blogs, handouts, and eBooks on my website at themoderndogtrainer.net. See you in the next episode.